Birdman, hands to the gang. Yo, this is the last episode of the year, baby. Really excited about what we got going on today. Uh, this is season two, episode 18. Jawick returns to the court. You already know what it is. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And it's a street ball. And we got a lot of good stuff for you guys to close out the 2023 year. It was a great one, especially from a basketball perspective. Set a lot of, a lot, a lot of firsts. Uh, you know, new champions, new everything. But I can't wait to kick this one off with Isaac. All right. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Like Podcast Network channel. Turn your notifications and ring that bell. Now, first things first, these We got... Jawick returning to the court for the Grizzlies, and he picked up exactly where he left off, taking the lead hey, by storm. I told you he would do it. I knew he would, bro. He has a lot to, you know, he has a lot to make up for. So Ja has to come in and perform, and he's capable of it. So we see it. Hey, how, about, know, his dunk, how about his dunk, Damo, though? Throwing up the guns. What do you think about that? I mean, I love it. Just say it. you stay on brand, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> just don't, just don't, just don't pull the guns out during the IG live or any type of stuff. But if you got play guns, that's dope. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with that. But let's, let's dig more into the story. The not only is Job playing really well since so he came back, the Grizz are as well. They're four and since his return. Job's been averaging an impressive 29 points, eight and a half assists, and 5.3 rebounds. I'm 50% shooter. And they get a chance to make it five in a row tonight versus the Nuggets. Now, obviously, they're a better team with Jock. But they started off the season 6-19, um, and 19, I believe. No, no, no. 5-19 five, five and 19 or something like that before he came back. And now they're 10-19, and 19, hopefully 11-19 after tonight. Do you think the Grizz have a legitimate shot at getting back in the playoff picture? Or is it too late? No, nah, I don't think it's too late. It's never too late with John ja Morant. But, bro, you were talking about Tyrese Halliburton. I told you when Ja comes back, we're going to be talking different. I, I don't know, man. I don't think there's anybody better when it comes to being a pure PG right now in the league besides Tyrese Halliburton. How, could, how, how efficient he is. And he does both, you know what I mean? But we, we already knew this. Like, John ja Morant is second coming of Derrick Rose or Allen Iverson. He has that type of explosion. Make no mistake. I'm just really surprised how fast he hit the ground running. Them. I wouldn't be out. I'm going to keep it honest. Straight out of the gun, had a 30-point game with a game winner straight off the straight off the rip. And then, you know, he's just continued to be better and better every game. I'm really curious to see what they can do, but I think they can get back into the playoff race. They just got to keep playing the way they're playing right now. Yeah, I mean, at that size, I don't know any – like, what point guard is better than him? Yeah, he's, he's shorter than Tyrese, though, correct? Yeah, Ty- than- Tyrese yeah. is like 6'5", bro. Tyrese is a ruin. He's, he's a guy, but – yeah, but he's still – like, you see how explosive he is. There ain't no, there ain't no mistake. He, he's the most explosive guard in the NBA, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyways, man, they play the they play the Nuggets tonight, five games in a row on the line. I really hope that they do pull it out because I like the West to look interesting. You know what I mean? All the teams within five games of each other at the end of the year. I hope that they get back in the playoff picture. Now, that even though the Grizz have John Morant, they did not play on Christmas. We have five Christmas games on slate. 
Hey, he's a fool for that. But hey, bro, you're a grown ass man. Leave your life. Um, but Jai did not play on Christmas. Um, but we had five games. Why not? Start. Oh, they didn't play. Yeah. Yeah, bro. My bad. I was like, wait, Jai didn't play. I was like, Jai sat out or what? What did he do? He ain't got to. He ain't got to play on Christmas. <laughs> they didn't even know if he was gonna like really be playing this good right now. They just didn't know. But anyways, Christmas was a full lot of surprises. Uh, we saw some things happen, but even even the things that happened that were supposed to happen didn't happen in the way that we thought of. And we'll go over that right now. First and foremost, Milwaukee gets clipped by the Knicks in the Garden, and the the Knicks got it done. The, uh, Brunson had 38 points in this game, and this goes on the heels of, of 32 apiece by Giannis and Dan on the other end. Now, I guess I guess the way that you would shape the story is the Knicks shot 54% from the field, bro. This begs the question. With 30 games to the year, the, the Bucks are clearly struggling still on defense. Do they miss Drew Holiday on defense? They need somebody like that again. Oh, absolutely. A Drew Holiday on defense is you're always gonna miss that. Yeah, you need they need Drew, bro. He's that he's that point guard who can come in and be a glue guy and help the help the team. They need they need Drew Holiday. But I don't uh, like to put it on the other side. I don't think the Celtics have missed a beat since they got Drew Holiday in lieu of Marcus Smart, you know? I feel like they took Marcus Smart out, put Drew Holiday in there, and they haven't skipped a beat. They've gotten better. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the addition of Porzingis has been has proven a lot more valuable than I thought it would be uh, because he's, he's healthy. But you see the Bucks; they're missing Chris Middleton at his best. Chris Middleton at his best is one of the best wing defenders in the league. And then, obviously, you're missing Drew Holiday. You mix him up with Dame, who is obviously a way better offensive player. But let's be real. Milwaukee's calling card in this – in this short extended run has not been how much they score. It's been their defense. Giannis being a good defender. Brooke Lopez being a good shot blocker. You got Bobby Portis over there being a hustle guy. And then you are anchored by Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton on the perimeter. And we're missing that a lot right now. Let's be real. They got to find yeah. somebody else to do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't let Brunson go for 38. Like, you let a guy like that get buckets and go crazy, you're probably going to take a L. You gotta play the team, the team is a whole shot, fifty-four percent, bro, in a forty-eight minute game. That is crazy. That is too much, bro. I mean, granted, they're at home, whatever it may be, but uh, oh, you got Andre Jackson too. He needs to, you know, step into his role more. He's a glue guy. He needs to play more better defense because I don't think Middleton has it anymore. You know, not at that level. You know what I mean? I don't think right. he has it. At, I don't think Middleton really has it anymore. And, they, they need somebody else to step up on the offensive end. I mean, defensive end, plain and simple. I agree. But, I mean, you know, Drew Holiday defend the ball really well. He's probably the best defender in the L. Best on ball, you think? Man, that, that's a debate for another day, man, because I'm sure there's some other viable candidates on my list, but I just can't think of them right now. But Milwaukee's got to get their defense in order, plain and simple. All right. Next game on the docket was the Nuggets versus the Dubs, with the Nuggets barely, barely sweeped out in spite of um, 
Curry being really cold from the field this game. He, had, he went 7-21 from the field, almost went scoreless in the first half. In spite of that, the Nuggets needed a second-half surge to edge the Warriors, even though the Warriors really didn't have any other guy on the team really go crazy on Christmas Day. Now, we've seen a lot of the Nuggets. They're missing Jamal Murray for a while. He's back now. He paced the team with 28 points. Um, but it still doesn't seem like they're back to the form that they were when they won the championship last year, which begs the question, can they repeat this year, or is there too many other contenders in the league besides the Nuggets? I think they could absolutely compete. Bro, uh, you got Jokic. <laughs> the Jokers, nothing to play with. And if you got Jamal playing the way he's playing, yeah, I think they, I think they could do it again. But I don't know, man. I don't know. They, they kind of shocked us last last season. Who knows? That's a, I don't know thing. I think the best part about the league this year is is that anybody can get it. Yeah, like even even the defending world champs, we're talking about them right now. Like they aren't those fucking dudes because. They still haven't proven to separate themselves so much that we just assume they're going to win the title again. Someone like the Lakers in the early 2000s or the Warriors, the Warriors of late. Yeah. yeah, like when they had KD and they had Steph and Clay, like there was no way if they were the healthiest team in the league, anybody would beat them. Right now we don't have that. So, Do you think, do you think the Warriors are done? Like are they, are they losing it? You no. Know, you know what, man? I think they are in the way in the way that they're shaped for now. Like you got your core, which is Stephen Clay, uh, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, and I think some some guys in that realm are past their prime. And then I feel like you don't have the the right role players to fill those gaps of the aging superstars that you're having on your team. Now Steph is still clearly like in. You know, he's still uh, one of the best players in the NBA. But when we talk about a side and Clay and a side and Draymond, who those are your three guys in the team, it's really hard to stay relevant on a championship perspective when those guys are the guys that you're paying the most and, and putting in front of you. Yeah. But I think they're done in the way that they're shaped now, honestly. Yeah, they need they need yeah. Wiggins to be more aggressive. Seems like they're forcing them. They're trying to get him to activate, but it's just not. They said he not. came into camp out of shape, so it's tough. You know. Yeah. I mean, well, oh. He had the most points. He had the most points on Christmas Day, right? He had twenty-two. Yeah, he did. I'm over here watching uh, Rosie versus Owahi from uh, Idaho right now. Uh, it's early. Rosie's up three-zero. Braden Burry's, uh, Isaac just went, Isaac Williamson just went to the line, hit two. Um, we're at the Classic Damien, by the way, for people who know basketball. One of the best winner high school tournaments in the country out in, uh, out in uh, Laverne, California, out here. Uh, just catching some games. And of course, we have to come over here to do the pod. All right, now, third game of the day on, on Christmas. I couldn't even watch this game, bro. I just went and go hung out with my family. Because I wasn't about to watch this uh, abomination that the Lakers put on. Um, the Celtics dominated the Lakers on Christmas Day, in spite of 40 points and 13 rebounds from AD. I think, I think the X factor in this game was the fact 
that Porzingis came up big. Dropped 28 points on the Lakers. And then the rest of the guys, the usual suspects, did their thing. And I really think that was the difference in this game as, you know, like I said, in spite of 40 from 80, the rest of the Lake right. show even scared to – even failed to score 20 points. That includes LeBron. That's Nobody crazy. else scored 20 in prison day. So you want to talk about – I mean, I'm tired of – I'm tired of putting the Lakers first when, you know, they don't – you know, they, they stay underachieving. So I guess my question right now for you is, like, with the Celtics being the way that they are right here, how they played on Christmas Day, are they the favorites in your mind to win it all? Mm. I mean, like we just talked about, Damo. The NBA is nasty right now. Anybody could win it. We don't know if the Nuggets are going to come back and win, but I think they for sure got a chance with the pieces they have. You know what, man? I hate to say it. Uh, like, we just talked about it about how there is no clear-cut favorite in the NBA right now, in my opinion. You're, you're splitting hairs. But when I talk about, when I think about the teams from, uh, from top to bottom and, you know, ha- have the most experience and I feel like have the most top to bottom best roster, I think the Celtics are no doubt the favorites. That doesn't mean that I think that they'll win for sure because they always end up hitting a, a, a bump in the road, right? Always. No, like you, you can always count on the Celtics losing when you don't expect them to. Like come, being down 3-0 last year, coming back down from 3-0 to tie it, and then losing in game seven at home. Like make up your mind. But, yeah, I think they're the favorites. I really do. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see them live, actually. I'm going to Boston in February. So Okay. You fancy. I'm going to get a good look. I'm going to get a good look at what they're talking about. Ooh, Isaac's going to Boston for his birthday. That's different. Yeah. You, you different, bro. You different. Hey, bro. hey, Celtics, Celtics Hawks. You're you a different type of captain. I respect you. Hopefully it's not snowing. Hopefully it's not snowing, man. All hey, right, I'll, have my coat. I'll have my coat. My poofer. My poofer jacket. All right, look. Since, since you're on the subject, you think it's time for the Lakers to make changes now? Recently, they just, say that we've been saying this for the past four years, yeah. twenty thousand times a year. But I think I, okay, maybe we're pre- maybe we're maybe we're predicting a move, given that they they recently started bringing D'Angelo Russell off the bench, and on Christmas Day, he was probably one of the worst performers. He only had eight points. They only played him eighteen minutes. I really feel like there's a change coming, more specifically involving D'Lo. So, stay tuned. Who do you think they're going to get for him? Who could yeah. they get for him? It's a whole combo, man. I know we're really, uh, we're really intrigued by Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. Um, honestly, with the team that we have, I'd rather have Zach Levine because he's more of a floor stretcher. But I'll take either one to be honest. Either one of them would be a better oh, Zach score. Levine would be unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely, but but uh, Demar Derozan being back in LA, yeah, I like him with the Bulls. He can stay over there. We'll see, man. Now, the next thing, bro, can't forget about this one. Christmas Day, Miami downs Philly by five points. Um, Philly was out was without MB 
and Miami didn't have Jimmy Butler, but Triple J came to save the day, baby. 31 points to 10 rebounds in the big Christmas Day game. Career high points and rebounds. Um, like, this is more about giving flowers, bro. I didn't, I didn't want to go over every Christmas game, but they each game had its own special thing about it. You know what I mean? And this yeah. is this is special, uh, near and dear to us, given that we're from around the LA area. We've seen Jaime growing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we seen Jaime grow into what he is now, and we keep saying this every week, but he keeps stunning us. We do not see this coming. Did not yeah. see this coming. No, I'll be the first to say I didn't. I didn't see. I was shocked when I found out he was the first rounder. You know what? You know what? Yeah, you, you, were you saying something about? No, I wasn't. No, I just said I was shocked that he was the first rounder. Honestly, you know, by and large, like the, over the past few years, he's been arguably the best player on UCLA. I think last year he definitely was the best player on UCLA. Regardless of potential or whatever, he was the most productive and he was the leader of the team. And when we really underestimate what that means, you know, we've seen guys before him, whoever is the guy in UCLA usually ends up being some type of guy in the league. It's plain and simple. UCLA builds UCLA spits out pros, whether they're backside pros or, or lottery picks or mid first rounders, they always seem to find their way in the NBA. And Heinz no exception. But I guess the next question is with Chad Holmgren and Victor Wimbanyama being out there, with this performance, is Jaime finally in the real rookie of the year race? Absolutely, but I don't think I don't think Wimby is like I don't think you can beat Wimby out. I feel like there's a narrative behind Wimby and he's a great prospect. I think Wimby got it regardless. But it would be dope to see Jaime, you know, trail him. I don't know, man. If if San Antonio keeps losing the way they are, I think Chet has a real chance. Only because like their their stats are comparable, to be honest, and Chet's on a way better team. You know, so. He's affecting winning more. Like I, I agree with you, what you're saying, but I feel like the stats are too close to not even think about it. You know? Right. Well, I'm a fan of Wimby, bro. I hope Wimby gets it. I think he's unbelievable. Respect, respect, respect. Right. If Jaime, if Jaime got it though, that would be crazy. He's gonna have to like have a lot more 30 point games. I'll tell you that. But there's a chance. We'll see. Hopefully, like everybody stays healthy. Prayers to all parties involved. All right. Last game of Christmas Day left us with another historical landmark. We had Dallas down in Phoenix 128 to 114 behind Luka Doncic's historic night. Luka became the second player in NBA history to record a game with 50 points and at least 15 assists. The only time, other time this was done is by James Harden a few years ago in Houston. Now, got to give him his flowers, bro. Luca came out to ball on Christmas, and this right here, I, I'm sure was even better for him because I, people are talking uh, about Phoenix and Dallas has turned into a little mini rivalry over the past years due to their bouts in the playoffs. So what do you think about Luca's performance? I love it. I mean, he's capable of it, but it's like I don't see the Mavs winning bigs. I just don't. <laughs> even, even with Luca playing like this, I just don't think they got it. But it's they cool feel, to see him at Christmas. 
they feel incomplete, don't they? They always do. Yeah, something about it, man. I don't know. It's just not. It's just not hitting, man. I don't know, man. I just I see it. I can't believe it. So I see it. They don't let me down. And I think I, I honestly I think they need more. They need more of an inside presence, and just like most teams that are on the teeter totter but can't get over, they got to play better defense. Luca, Luca does not play defense. Does not play defense. Bro. Sorry. Yeah. Man. Kyrie does not play defense. Um, Tim Hardaway That's, plays okay defense. Uh, Derek Lively, man. it's not that. It's not that good. Uh, if two of your starters don't play defense, two of your best players. No, for real. It's just reality. Um, but, I mean, this night was more about Luka, but it was always also about the Suns. The Suns did not bring it. Grayson Allen had 32 points, but KD failed to score 20 points on Christmas Day, and Devin Booker barely scratched up 20. Now, at this point, the Suns are 14 and 15, and their depth is coming into question, especially given the fact they missed Bradley Bill most of the season due to injury. Um I guess the question is, like, even if Bradley Bill comes back, will this team return to real championship contention? Or are they doomed because of their top heaviness? What do you think? I believe in them, but they're letting me down. And I, I, Bradley Bill's nasty, bro. I think I think it'll help turn it around, but it's shaky over there, man. I don't know what it is. I'm a, must be that heat over there in Arizona. Bro, I, I, I've been saying this for a while. Like, and the same thing last year. You can't build, like, unless, like, this, this whole big three roster, um, roster, um, man, I can't think of it. But this roster concoction is, is very dangerous because you got this top-heavy lineup with three guys who have proven over the past few years to be very injury-prone. And that's a problem. You've seen it already, and with their luck, Bradley Bill comes back, then KB gets hurt, or or Devin Booker gets hurt. Like this is a real slippery slope here, and I just don't think they could really do something to note with this team, Man, mainly because of their injuries. This is a crazy stat right here, Damo. What's that? The big three has only played twenty eight minutes together the whole entire season. <laughs> Same thing with Brooklyn. James Harden, Kyrie, and KD only played nine whole games together. Nine Terrible. games. So, I don't think that the Suns in this way are ever going to be a real contender. Because they're never going to have enough time together to, to gel and they have chemistry. And I don't think they have enough depth to do anything of note. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Damo, before we get to trivia, can we talk about the Pistons? Or do you want to talk about the Pistons after trivia? <laughs> Man, it's a quick blurb, so let's get it out of the way. Pistons, Detroit Pistons lost their 27th game in a row. The longest single season losing streak in NBA history. Now, technicality, the longest actual losing streak in the NBA, spanning over two seasons, is 28 games. Uh, thanks to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, my question for you is, when will this streak end? I don't know. I, I'm going to guess 30, 30. I'm going to go 30. 30 losses. You know, somebody made 
Somebody made the comment the other day that the Pistons only play hard one out of every five games. So they play hard in their 27th loss. And they still lost. So, yo, I just hit a buzzer beater. I just hit a buzzer beater. Yeah. They played hard in their last loss. So I give them four more losses before they get, they win again. So 31 straight losses for them. Hey, they, they might be able to get the Spurs because the Spurs are terrible. January 10th. So that's when they might get their first dubs. Maybe. We'll see. All right. Let's move on. NBA Christmas trivia. I got three questions for you, all right? Ready? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. One. Which NBA franchise has played the most games on Christmas Day? Is it A, the Knicks? B, the Lakers, C, the Celtics, or D, the Bucks. I'm going to go the Celtics. It's either the Lakers or the Celtics, bro. No, it's not. It's actually the New York Knicks. The New York York Knickerbockers have played the most games on Christmas. 55, counting the one that they just played the other day. 55 games played on Christmas Day. Yep. I absolutely got that wrong. Yes. Question two. Which player has the most points ever during Christmas NBA games? Is it A, Kobe Bryant, B, Will Chamberlain, C, LeBron James, or D, Michael Jordan? I'm going LeBron. Hey, okay. One, one of two, one of two. LeBron actually has the most points. He's, uh, he's tied for the most victories ever by a single player with 10. And he's also top... Uh, He's also tops in a lot of other categories on Christmas, seeing that he's, he's played in 17 Christmas games today. Crazy. Um, oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, it might be 18 now, if I'm not mistaken, after last after the day. Okay, now, who has the most triple-doubles on Christmas in NBA history? Is it A, Russell Westbrook, B, Oscar Robertson, C, John Havlicek, or D, LeBron James? I was going to say Russ, but I don't like Russ. So I'm going LeBron again. The, the right answer is B, Oscar Robertson is four. Oh, okay, good. As long as it wasn't Russ, I, I got that right. <laughs> Oscar Robertson has four total triple-doubles on Christmas Day games. Now, I'm going to ask you a freelance question. Don't do me like that. You can't do me like that, Damo. Which NBA player holds the record for most points scored in an NBA game on Christmas? Oh, that's a good one. Can I get it? Can I get multiple choice? Okay. A, Bernard King. B, Nate Tiny Archibald. C, LeBron. Or D, Tracy McGrady. T Mac. I'm going T Mac. I don't care if it's wrong. I'm going T Mac. The answer is A, Bernard King. Bernard King. Scored 60 points for the New York Knickerbockers back in the 70s. Bernard King. 70s he was a, night. He was a killer and was the NBA leading scorer that season and blew out his knee and was never the same. Now they well, hate those type of stories. Thank you so much for playing trivia. You got one out of three today. No, you got one out of four today. Nah, that last one don't count. That last one was an extra credit. That was extra credit. All right, man, whatever you say. Just got to do better, cousin. All right. It's all yours, baby. Take the floor. Hey, man.
the best part of the pot, NBA Elite Feet. So this first pair of shoes right here, Bobo. Jalen Brown was rocking the Kobe Sixes with no logo. Oh, these are the Tatums. These are the Tatum Twos. We'll start off with the Tatum Twos. These, I like them. They're growing on me. The more pictures I see, I, I look, they look like they're comfortable. They look like they're versatile. Like I feel like a guard and a big could wear these. And I really like the switch up of the colors. You got the contrast with the black, and you got the different shades of, of green, and then you got the reds. I love it. I love this. No, I, I like this a lot, but I do like this shoe better than this than this one. Honestly. Say that again. I like his first uh, Tatum's first shoes that he dropped. Then the second. I, in my in my opinion, it's one A one B. These are more free flowing, in my opinion. Whereas the Tatum ones are cool. I love them, but they're a little more rigid. Like they they got you know these ones feel like they're more free flowing, and I like that too. So I don't think you could miss on either one of them, but I could see why you like the first one better. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next, we got the Jalen Brown Kobe sixes. I hope. <laughs> Oh, Let's see what we got, bro. Ooh. Yeah, bro. These were pretty fire. I was impressed with these. So they don't have the swish on them. You see? I don't know how he did that. I don't know. I don't know where it went. But that's dope. That's different. I've never seen that. Just off the logo. I like it. And you know, you know where Adidas. So I'll take that. You know what? Galen Brown is always doing something to push the envelope. Going to be different. Just uh. Um, just the challenge and norms that everybody goes by. And this is no exception. I love this. Those shoes are awesome. I love the reverse Grinches. How he got the swoosh off of them, who knows? Magic. I don't care. It's dope. It's dope. Somebody definitely painted it. You can see the little line right there. But the fact that he went, even went through the trouble to do that just so he could wear Kobe's is dope. No, I, I can't see it. You must have eagle vision or something. There's a line right there, right there in the middle, brother. It's just a little darker. I see a little line, but it don't look like the yeah. check. Yeah, it's like it's hiding in plain sight, Bucko. Okay, right okay, you got good vision, man. I yeah, thought I it was see a shadow it. or something, maybe in the room. But all right, let's it, move man. on to the next pair. We got the Dame Lillard Christmas Customs. So check these out, Damo. These ones are heat. I love these. Uh, Tope was like, I wonder if those are on Adidas website. I was like, Nah, they look like customs. You trying to tell me they wasn't customs? And I was like, Yes, they are. Ain't no way Adidas made these like that. Ain't no way. Especially with the yeah. buck on it, on, on the strap. Ain't no yeah. way. Yeah, those are fire. Those are, I like those a lot. Except you need to get a dub, man. You got to win. Can't wear those and take a loss. Yeah, man. You, you, you get two less points on, on, the, on, the, shoe, on the shoe review because you lost. How to do better. But, yeah, I like these a lot. I mean, all the colorways I've seen in that shoe have been really – Good to me, you know, especially with the strap on the, on the toe. You can't miss those. Right. Yep. All right. These next ones are uh, deep books. These are Air Max 95 inspired. The Air Maxes are iconic. But um, these right here, Damo, are – uh-oh. I think Damo ran, uh, ran out of battery or something. Anyway, let's move on. We're having technical difficulties. Um, these are the deep books. I love them. The Air Max 95 is an iconic shoe, so they're inspired by the Air Max 95. You good, no. though? No, nothing. I don't know why it kicked me out. I've been good. I, I've been good. Um, 
my my phone didn't die or nothing. I don't know what happened. But um, I don't like to do. I don't like the uh, book one to be honest. I don't think it's a thousand. I feel you on that. I felt the same way, but the thing that makes them like dope to me is that they're Air Max 95 inspired. The Air Maxes were, bro, back when I was in high school, those were hot. No, I agree. I love that they're inspired. It makes them better, but the overall look and the feel and the silhouette for D Book Ones, I don't like it. I feel like like a walk around shoe. It's like a walk around. I feel like they rushed his process. I feel like. Just like the Jaw ones, the Jaw ones are solid, but they weren't nearly as good. I feel like they rushed the process because of what happened with Kyrie. Same thing probably with this with Jaw. They probably rushed the process to do good. These shoes don't look like they're complete, or they don't look like they're supposed to be a signature shoe. That's the most important part about it. It looks like they're just supposed to be a team shoe, which is a big difference. You don't have the detail that LeBron's or Kyrie's might have. Uh, all the Tatums, these are just very plain and vanilla to me. When I feel right. like they should be more, some more pop and step to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Hey, the sweats is kind of crazy though. What kind of sweats is those? <laughs> those some pajamas? Hey, the cutout joints, the cutout. Yeah. The cutout joints, bro. All right, man. Yeah. Last but not least, I think these might be my favorite shoes. Oh, these are no. busted by Robin Lopez, bro. The Uncle Scrooge themed Lucky Dimes. These are different. Oh man, he killed him with this one. No, murdered him. He killed him with this one, dog. The Scrooge, the the Scrooge McDuck boys. I've, I've never got, seen nothing like that. He got he got the glittery toe and the glittery shoelaces, and bro, dog. He these might be my favorite customs I ever seen. To be honest, especially given the day, the time, the theme, all that. These go crazy, bro. These go How crazy. about the, the whatever that is hanging from the shoe with the money on it? No, nah, man. Hey, these, whoever did this went to extreme detail to make sure that they got this thing on point, bro. I love these kids, bro. I love them. Good job, Robin yeah. Lopez. Did a great job. No, these are these are killer right here. I think these are my favorite out of all. I saw that. These are my With favorite. Yeah, you, you do it parade, all the time. Man. You do it all the time when you're here too. I noticed that. I didn't hit the parade wave though. That was you. <laughs> I should have did the. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. These are my favorite the shoes. These are my favorite shoes on the list. Who's your, which one's your second favorite? My the favorite. second favorite? I'll go. Damn, that's tough. I'm going with the Dames. Christmas spirit, man. I respect it. I got to mess with the Tatum twos. Wow. Love the Tatum twos. Yeah, those are fire. You're making me. Yeah. I, I think I. I think I'm feeling those even more now. I can't wait to see them on foot. That's going to be the real decider. Man. I love them on that. I just, I'm giving them a chance. I think they look good off it. You know what I mean? I think there's going to end up being like the Zions. Like the Zions, I love them. Yeah. Fire. Okay. Yeah. That's different. I didn't expect that from you. I thought you would like the Robins. Or the no, the, no, I, the Robins are my favorite, but these are my second favorite. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. Make sure you guys like, subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel, turn on your notifications, and ring that. Well, all right.
you know, I, I threw this one in last minute, man. You know, since I am at the Daniel tournament, you were here yesterday. You know, the best of the best come here to play on the West Coast, playing yeah. triple. You know, unless you're at the Les Schwab, you're traveling to Oregon. Some some of the best teams are in Santa Barbara right now. But for the most part, Classic Damien is where it's supposed to be, where the best teams are to play. Who's been the player that's been most impressive to you so far in this weekend? You know what? I, I think yesterday the most impressive player by far was uh, Alec Belair, 6'6 point guard, who actually is a baseball center. But, they lost out, right? They lost out? Yeah, athletic as shit. was doing crazy. I've never, like, he was looking good. He was looking crazy. LSL. But um, he had 23, 10, and 6. And he doesn't play AAU because he's a pro prospect in baseball as a junior. But this dude right here blew up yesterday. He's a real ass motherfucker, huh? No, nah, he was real ass. Bro, he was doing everything. And he's a white boy. Hey, man, you'll see on my clip of the week, the Caucasians are evolving, bro. They're evolving. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Oh, oh, who got dunked on? Who got dunked on? Somebody get dunked think, on over there? I think Barry's dunked on somebody right now. Yeah. No, oh, no. Brayden yesterday? No, somebody hit a three. Oh, speaking of Brayden, yesterday, he was my – he was probably – he stood out to me. He did really well. He struggled in the first half a little bit. I've never seen yeah. him struggle that. He, he was kind of struggle. I've never seen him struggle that bad. But he recovered, came in the second half, and just killed it. And he was up against another top guard. Brayden, man, big-time prospect. My favorite player today being here so far is um, Aaron Powell, Tim Bahar, uh, headed to Cal Poly Slow. He came out, and they're playing against a really good Sunny Slope team, which you know. Got to Anthony Bearden, Wobbington, uh, Ryder Portella, Delton Prescott, and a slew of really good uh, um, role players. Aaron Powell almost outscored them by himself in the first half. Crazy. The score was 31 to 26 at halftime. Um, Aaron Powell had 27. That's crazy. No, it was 41 to 36, and he had 27 at halftime. Ended up with almost 40 today. Just oh, yeah, a very impressive. It's a very impressive uh, performance by him. But I've seen a lot of guys so far today. Been trying to shift back and forth between gyms, been really tough. But uh, Gene Robot too, 44 points yesterday, and then he looked good. Uh, I like him. I was impressed. He had another 40 ball today in the loss versus uh, Branson with uh, Illinois uh, commit Jace. I forget his last name, but uh, going to Illinois. Uh, really impressive guys. Man. So you guys got some time this week. Head down to Laverne, California to see the, Dam- the classic A Damien. Really excited to be here. Uh, now, this, this is off script, but I really want to know. We never talk about holidays. And being uh, probably all we got. What was the favorite thing that you got for Christmas? My favorite thing that I got for Christmas, um, it's right here actually. It's right next to me, Damo. I'm glad you asked that. I got a new camera bag. Private label. Okay. okay. I ain't gonna lie. This is my favorite. This, this right here. Yeah, I get. I've been. I carried it. I was carrying it all around, Damien. I'm still carrying it right now in the office. I'm, it's my. That's that's my shit. What about you? Practicality, uh, bro. Pra- pra- being practical right now as you get older is the most the favorite. My favorite thing. Use the family, hanging out with the fans, seeing the fans. You're so no. basic. No, I'm not. You're, basic. I'm, 
right, talking go about, ahead. Talking about the presents that I got, bro. Ah, just, go ahead. Talking about, oh, okay. about the gift. Talking about the gift. Obviously, money. How about money anytime? Uh, but but some people got. I got. I got new soap. I got. I got. Grammy Joe got me. Uh, got me a new like washcloth set and a drying towel. Oh, also he, got oh me, he's gonna be in the drying towel. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, and got got me a passport holder with my name on it. Oh, I got that too. I got dope. that too. That was dope, it was dope. Man. It was dope. Tra- practicality, bro. I, I, I was Love actually it. gonna say money, but I gave all my money to payment because he has me going to like Arrowhead in a cabin for four hundred dollars. Trash boys. Terrible, man. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Last thing. What's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution. I want it. Get bigger. Get my body right. What about you? I'm I'm committing back to the gym at least four times. Yeah, that's, we got to get in there, Dama. We got to get in there. Strong body, strong mind, baby. Strong mind. Yeah, I, like this. I got a headache right. I got a headache right now. I don't know why I signed. Because it gets hot in there. No, when I first got to baby, yeah. it was cold. I walked in there with my jacket. Oh. It got hot. There's a million bodies in there, and you're in there for twelve hours. Trust me, I know. Yeah, now I hit another. Right Okay. Okay. Who was that? Brayden? Miles. Miles. Oh, Miles. All mad. You're naming all magic boys. Miles, the magic Miles, players, man. Miles hit the uh, buzzer beater about a halftime. Roosevelt's up against Hawaii 40 to 22. That's sick. Oh, it's yeah, Toji's first game. Toji's first game back. Nice. That's dope. All right, man. Last but not least, till we get to the new year, you already know what it is. It's time for our street ball clips of the week. So, you want to roll it out? Or you want me to do it? Uh, we were just talking about Alec Blair, so you can roll it out. Hey, listen, man. Caucasians are evolving. Keep the double behind, behind the back pass to the finish over the rim, bro. 10, 15 years ago, they wasn't doing this. And I say they, half of me, so I guess we too. <laughs> but... Some of our, some of my peeps wasn't doing this, and now look at them. Caucasians evolving, man. They watching and one mixtapes. They watching the balls like mixtapes. They taking it back to the field house or the driveway with the with the huffy hoop, and they practicing. They coming okay. back. And you professor see could never. <laughs> and they copying the professor. Yeah. <laughs> right, professor is a idol, man. All right, let's check my clip of the week, man. I saw this when I was scrolling through Instagram, and I was shook. Look at this dunk, Damo. Oh, my gosh. Ah, this... they, got J- they got JB on there. Damn. Yeah, Jordan, unfortunately, our boy Jordan Bell got dunked on, but the dunk was amazing. I honestly would have got dunked on, too, because I didn't expect him to take off out of nowhere like that and cock the ball back that far. Like He's going to get it, dog. Yeah, nah, nah, that, that's – anybody's getting got right there. So, I don't blame Jordan. And Jordan's the type of player to go after every block. So, yeah. he's going to – he done got way more people than him getting got. So, Hey, man, Jordan Jordan is a shot blocker, so he knows that's going to happen to him. From time NBA to time. champ, by the way. Don't forget that. NBA champ, uh, NBA uh, NCAA Final Four, uh, NBA Jordan's draft pick. He's a winner, man. He's been winning. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay winning, man. All right, man. Really appreciate you guys tuning in today. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming to watch our last episode of 2023. Make sure you tune back in that first week of January. 
2024, we'll have our same show, same time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But with that being said, that's all we got. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Streetball. And we out 2023. Thank you.